Hello and welcome everyone. This is Carlos and you're listening to the Digital Corner podcast with Carlos Slim. Hola Slim. Hola Carlos. How are you doing? Very good, man. Good uh, talking to you again. Thank you so much. It's it's a, it's a pleasure always learning from you and today we're going to talk about a topic that it's pure experience and you know what you've lived. We're going to talk about lessons learned from mistakes made during project implementation and why only focus on success when we learn from our mistakes. So um, you know, we focus a lot on our successes, we publicize them, we talk about them. Why, why talk about mistakes? Well, first of all, because without mistakes, without failures, there won't be successes, right? I think we learn m more from our failures than from our uh, success. And, you know, that's where experience really comes in, right? You have to be upfront about your mistakes. And it's good that you talk about them, not only to yourself, but also to your community, right? You benefit others. So sharing, sharing is caring, Carlos. Sharing is caring. And it's not always the easiest things to, to talk about, but probably you have a lot of, you know, a lot of experience and, and, and maybe you have uh, a few stories to share. Exactly. So I think today we're going to be a bit specific um, about, you know, talking about retail and CPG type projects, you know, the projects that I'm... I'm familiar with that I, I worked on um, and I, hopefully that will benefit others so that they uh, help them prepare their contingency plans uh, during project implementations. Um, realistically, you know, anything that you can learn from a project, you can extrapolate to other projects, right? Exactly. So, so exactly. it's something that, you know, we've always all been confronted with in specific implementations. IT projects are never easy. So, you know, at the end of the day, be it in supply chain or in banking or in any industry, you know, relevant experience is worth sharing. So, you know, if you have an, an example, shoot it, let's go. Yeah, I, I mean, I will start with the first one. Um, and especially this is uh, for uh, younger uh, generations, people with not a lot of experience, they might make this mistake uh, a lot during project implementations. And this one is about um, not explaining well enough to, to your customer uh, the implications of certain business-related decisions, right? Typically in a project implementation, and you know we're not talking the, in the agile world, the new agile methodology world. That's a completely different topic. We're not we're not going to get in, into today. But you know, following an R, the RFP process, you start having some design workshops, and then you you decide about certain design principles, certain design decisions that you put in a document that uh, very often you get the customer to sign. In that document, uh, there are certain decisions that will have huge implications that sometimes your customer potentially does not understand well. And you as a consultancy company or as a software provider, uh, you might think that you're protecting yourself by getting the customer to sign on something probably that customer doesn't understand well. So you actually need to be upfront about explaining those things. Let me take an example to be very specific here, right? And again, very specific example in my world of retail and, and CPG and analytical type projects. I'm going to talk about forecasting. So let's say that your customer is asking you to provide a forecast for the company. So it's, it's by product, it's for the whole company, it's not by store. Right. When you're taking in the, the, the data from your customer, because you take, you know, when you're doing forecasting, you're using like, you know, sales typically. Right. If you're taking the data and you're forecasting at the chain level, at the company level, you might say that I only need that data 
you know, your sales and I only need to use it at total company level. You don't, I don't need to bring it in at the store level because I'm forecasting a total chain, right? Typically, later on, the customer might want to actually take that, that forecast down to the store level. So the first thing you probably need to explain to your customer, it doesn't cost you much to actually bring in the data at the lowest level possible, right? And consume it and then aggregate it up and, you know, do it at the chain, do it at the regional, do it at the cluster, right? That, that That's something small that your customer might not really understand even though it's simple they might not understand the implications of that decision so that's just one one example it, it's it's interesting because basically the, the the company hires you to be uh, the expert but at the end of the day um it's it's the the, the responsibility you have is to implicate them in the process exactly. so that they understand the expertise that they are getting because if not they might not understand the hypothesis that are underlying the the, the basically the result yep. and and i think that's that's kind of the the you know extrapolation of 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 the story but but it's really important that the the customer understands the process so that it, he can basically interfere if the, if he says yeah there's some things here that may not be reliable or that can lead to uh, wrong results yep and, and you know you talked about process let me take another example from another uh, project like this was actually something we did uh, or small not small but it was a big mistake to be honest we did with a with a very big retailer like over 80 billion dollars in, in, in revenue and uh, the project was about uh, assortment planning. We talked about assortment planning in one of our previous uh, podcasts. So th this is the plan that allow you to choose which products to sell in which stores, in which stores, and, and in which which week, right? And uh, when, when you're starting the project, you typically talk about the business process. If you take that business process and you only focus on the planning piece and not think about the execution, and you come from the execution world, Carlos, so you know that very well, right? You might be missing certain uh, very important considerations in, in, your, uh, in your project. So in this case, we, we did all of the design sessions. We focused only on the planning, on the assortment planning business process. And it was perfect, and everything, like, you know, thought everything was great. We started doing the configuration work. We started delivering the, the assortment plans, but then somebody asked the question, but how are we going to execute those plans in the stores, right? We, because we come from the planning world, we don't understand well the ex execution world. We made like huge mistakes in terms of how actually those plans are going to be consumed, right? So we had to go back and rework the whole design so that the, the assortment plans that we actually provide can be executed by the stores. Yeah. So we can provide something that actually practical and can be done right so this is again this is something that people miss i mean i give the example of the assortment planning but in in any other word so you have to look at the process end to end not look just at the piece that you're 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 tackling right yeah i agree and and you know this is the reason why we love you know implementation so much because you know our our clients they care about their plans they care about uh, you know their strategy but you know they it is our role also to to make to to make implementation and make everything work. So at the end of the day, it's there's nothing more satisfying than seeing, you know, uh, things that you work as a project being implemented. And you know, if it's not implemented <laughs> and used, so in, in, if it's not implemented, then. 
creates kind of an unsatisfaction, uh, you know, that that you, you say that the job has not been completed. So, you know, let's... Do, do you have a story yourself, Carlos? Well, uh, have you, you know, just, just, uh, you know just before that, let's just take a quick break uh, to, for, for okay. our sponsors. And uh, we'll get back uh, with a little bit of a, of a story from myself. Great. This podcast is brought to you by Teamsoft Group, your digital one-stop shop. Visit our website at teamsoft-group.com. And 46, optimizing your time-to-value from analytical and digital transformation projects. Find out more at 46.com. That's F-O-R-T-I-6.com. You can listen to The Digital Corner on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or any of your favorite platform. Let's get back. And your first story brought me to, to think about something that is, has been very real in, 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 in all of my projects, which is giving bad news to the client. And this is something that, you know, you say there is risks, yeah. there, is, there is things that, that, you know, we, when we deliver an IT solution, it's never going to be perfect. Uh, or at least I've never seen a perfect project. And, um, you know, you have to be upfront with the, the projects. And, and what I've seen a lot in, in our teams is, is the fear of giving bad news to the client. And, you know, the fear of the, 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 the you know, uh, uh, committees and steering committees and, and project committees where you have to basically acknowledge that there is issues here, that there's problems and there's things that, that are not going to the plan. And I think it's being upfront with this is what, uh, what basically creates success in the different projects. Because if you're just hiding everything under the rug, which is what I see a lot in these projects, because of fear of management, fear of bad news, everything is just going to explode just before go live, which is not something that you want to happen. And I'm not going to take about one example. I'm just going to say this happens at a very continuous level in diff at different levels of, of projects. But at the end of the day, it's something that is fairly human. And it's, it's something we have to fight against all the time because managing IT projects, it's, it's managing risk. And managing risk meaning understanding what is failing in our implementation. And, and this is something that is really important to make sure that you have success at the end of the line. Yeah, g great insight, Carlos. That's so true. So Giving bad news is never easy. <laughs> but it has to be done. It has right? to be done, right? <laughs> so, Slim, thank you so much. I think it's, it's, it's great to have all of these insights. I think it's a topic we could be... Um, you know, discussing for a long time because there's many levels of, of project risk and, and failures, um, you know, many things that can go wrong. But at the end of the day, it's, it's all about making sure that you do this, uh, you know, you, you think about what, what the experience, the project experience, and you learn from it. And I think, you know, we encourage everyone just to, to share their stories with us and, and uh, you know, we'll be happy to do a, a second podcast on the topic, right? Great. Nice to be back, Carlos. Thanks. Thank you. You've been listening to the Digital Corner podcast with Carlos Lim, a production of TeamSoft in collaboration with 46. And until we meet in the next episode, make sure to follow our social media channels mentioned in the description.